Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of Only Lovers Book Club. I'm here um, in the new year with my bestie, Drea, and we're here to talk about another holiday romance. I feel like we always say Three Kings because in Spanish, it's Reyes, but, yeah. but people in the U.S., I think, actually call them the Three Wise Men. The Three Wise Why? Men. <laughs> the Magi. Who knows? Dre and I decided to read a Three Kings, Wise Men-centric <laughs> erotic romance. <laughs> and that was uh, The Toy King by Adriana Herrera. Before we get kind of get into it, I am not really wearing anything of note, uh, but my background is like the classic, right? The the wise men are on the, the camels. There's a starry sky and they're following the star of Bethlehem to where like wherever baby Jesus is, you know, hanging out. Yeah, you went you went traditional, traditional Reyes. I decided to go the route of um the the Reyes situation in the book. So my background is my very hot girlfriend in a hot tub um, in the middle of a snowstorm uh, because this happens in the book. And I'm wearing a beard because I wanted to channel um, my 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 childhood where I so schools would often put on like plays like in theory, public schools shouldn't be religious but in Puerto Rico, I feel like all schools are religious. So even if you go to public school, it's very common to have like Reyes things and like nativity scenes because it's like assumed that everybody is Catholic. But anyway, so it's very common um, for little kids to play different parts and stuff. And and growing up, I do remember at some point in elementary school, I was Baltasar, so one of the three wise men. And I was so <laughs> proud of it. And I had my black beard and my blue robes. Um, and so I was trying to channel a little bit of that today and and I got myself a little a little beard online and um it's very full. A, it's very yeah, good. I have a little beanie and just um I don't know, the shirt that I was wearing before this. The 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 clothing items aren't important. The important thing is the beard. The beard. <laughs> and, and my background. <laughs> and the girlfriend in the hot tub, exactly. Yeah, the beard and the girlfriend in the hot tub. <laughs> Clearly, this is an episode um best experienced visually. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if, if you are into beards, please tune into the YouTube and not the podcast episode. <laughs> you won't regret it. Did you? Andrea, did you ever like leave grass out for the camels? Because that was also yes. kind of part of the tradition. Like the day before, right? The epiphany, you're supposed to leave. It's kind of like the equivalent of leaving milk and cookies for Santa. You cut grass outside and you put it in a shoebox because when the camels come to your house, they're going to be hungry. So, you know. Yeah. And my parents um, would make a mess. Like they would make sure to sprinkle like grass everywhere and be like, oh, oh my God, they always make such a huge mess, you know? <laughs> Fucking camels. Yeah, yeah. So that was like my favorite thing. Like forget the cookies and Santa. I was just excited by the thought of like gigantic animals coming to my house and eating this grass that I put out. Beautiful, beautiful. I want to say that the toy king doesn't necessarily fit into that mythology. <laughs> Uh, let me read to you a little bit about like, what it's about. The Toy King by Adriana Herrera. This is Toy Runners number two. Only the naughty list gets these toys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you need me to read it? No. Like, <laughs> it's your fault for having a beard. <clears throat> <clears throat> Valente Correa lives for one thing. Leading the toy run. 
He takes his duties delivering toys for the House Correa very seriously, and as a magi, he never deviates from his mission. But when he's tasked with transporting his brother's future bride through the Andes, he doesn't expect the walking, talking temptation that is Casina Macias. When a snowstorm strands them together for two nights, Val can't resist what the luscious, smart mouth firebrand offers, even if it means betraying his brother, his father, and his house. Casina Macias only wants one thing, independence. After a sheltered life in the mountains with her overprotective father, she yearns for some breathing room. Agreeing to marry a son from the house of Correa isn't ideal, but it will get her out from under her father's watchful eye. The problem? The brother she agreed to marry is not the one she desires. Two scorching nights of passion with the broody, brawny toy runner change everything. And if she can convince him that they're a perfect match, she might get him, wait, she might get the best gift of all, Val himself. I read that. Yeah. I read, I read that. that too. I would just add like nudity in between each of those words. <laughs> USA Today best-selling author Adriana Herrera was born and raised in the Caribbean, but for the last 15 years has let her job and her spouse take her all over the world. She loves writing stories about people who look and sound like her getting unapologetically happy endings. If you are interested in reading any of these like books uh, or what we're going to discuss today, so stop here. Do that. It won't even take you that long. Read it. <laughs> and then come back and listen to our little, little discussion. Not a lot is happening, like, aside from sex. So, like, you know, you get what you... But there is, there are some things that I had questions about, <laughs> world-building-wise. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I want to talk about. I read this yesterday. And I don't want to, I don't want to start because I was just like, I didn't know what to expect. Drea, what did you think of this book? You read it first. Mm -hmm. And you gave me some like, you know, warnings. So I think both of our questions going into this is was like, OK, is this going to be about un rey mago? Because um, that's how the book is set up. But also like there's no rey mago called Valente Correa. So so we were like, OK, is this going to be like a sibling, a cousin or what? You know, what's the setup going to be? And so I liked how Adriana did it. I think if you're going to be writing erotica about the three wise men and and especially if you want to build a world that you might return to in the future which i you know she might i don't know um i think it was smart to do it the way that she did it where it's like now it's more of a business you know you have all these family houses continuing the legacy and they're all like vaguely related to the three wise men like oh he was my great 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 tatarabuelo kind of thing <laughs> you know like i don't know how many generations back but I, we're talking about when jesus was born right literally so like, <laughs> right so before christ like yeah. the, the minute after he was born like that. exactly exactly <laughs> everyone could claim to be descended from these men like nobody would know right there's no <laughs> dna tests won't get you that far back um so i liked how she set it up where it's like these families are now in charge of it so i i, I like the setup i just um i was surprised a by all of the sex because 
because the only other novella that I've read by Adriana was the Mangoes and Mistletoe one. And that one was definitely more sexy romance than flat out porn. So I didn't I didn't know that that's how much I was going to get in this book. And two, I wasn't quite expecting the whole like faded mates kind of <laughs> part of it, which is what I think you're referring to. <laughs> Yes. So, okay. I actually highlighted the part. I'm like, are we ever going to be talking about the Magi? And there is one <laughs> paragraph. So I'm going to read it to you. Mm -hmm. so this is from Val's point of view. People think that the Magi are still three ancient kings, but the truth is that they have, that hasn't been the case for almost 2000 years. The Magi are actually dozens of toy runner houses that split the distribution of toys to children of the Southern hemisphere, the Northern hemisphere being Santa's domain. Right? And that's at Her Night with Santa universe. And uh, my house, the house of Correa, is one of the oldest. And we are the direct descendants of King Baltasar. So that's who you're cosplaying today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, that I, I do like how the, the operation has kind of been a little bit more. Obviously, it's been modernized. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. For the longest time, I still thought that he was driving a camel. I was picturing, um, what are those? The Hummers? Yeah, yeah. I was picturing like Hummers, <laughs> but that could fly. <laughs> Flying Hummers. That's a good one. Um, so yeah, I, I liked how that was kind of like modernized, but I also felt like I lost a little bit of the mystique because of it as well. Like it would have made a lot of sense to me if it was three houses because mm -hmm. three wise men. So I, I do like that they modernized it, but I, I do wish that that modernization had still included, like, cause Santa is still Santa. Santa's operation is still like North Pole situation. Mm -hmm. Like you would, would always be able to recognize the Santa Claus Christmassy situation in the other book. Whereas with this one, I don't feel like there's, it's well, I think I thought the same as you, but then when they talked about how the toy makers tend to marry the toy deliverers i was like well if it was only three families then it would get like incestuous like real fast yeah but i'm gonna be honest we didn't need that that whole thing <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> let's talk about how this shit gets really fucking weird because it's not even <laughs> it's not even that like okay so it's modern right but then so then the toy runners have like under the umbrella of the romance trope universe they're basically kind of like werewolves in the mm -hmm. sense that they get like faded mates, right? And let me tell you that faded mates for me is way at the bottom of my favorite. Yeah, you trope. do you do hate that. And it was weird. I just felt like the the universe of the the Toy King was just unnecessarily convoluted. You know what? I didn't I didn't mind the faded mates being included. I just <laughs> It just really made me sad, okay, that people are out there, like, not marrying their faded mates. So I would have almost rather that, like, all of the toy runners have this reputation of, like, never settling down, being, like, commitment yeah. folks, because mm -hmm. they won't, like, actually date you unless you're their faded mate. And that's so, like, right? it happens so little in this book, right? They make it seem like it never happens. Mm -hmm. That I'm like, okay, so all the toy runners are fuckboys. Like, I would have been fine with that. They're just fuckboys because nobody finds their faded mates. So they're all, like, one night stand, one night stand. And then this book could have been, like, one night stand. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah okay yeah i like that too i like the idea that toy runners are like fuck boys right yeah. you can't get them to you can't get them to settle down uh, and they I'm use just... they use the tattoos as an excuse like oh mm, sorry <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, dude, I have questions also. So they have piercings. They have tongue piercings, um, which uh, the book specifically says that they've received training on how to use. Yes. On their who is teaching this class? <laughs> who is teaching? Who 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 was giving that training? Is it like a video? Is it like <laughs> who is out there being like uh, like showing? showing the toy runners how to use their temperature controlled tongue piercing to pleasure their partner no this is how i imagined it i mm -hmm. imagined um like a cpr class where the dummy was kind of like um you know that operation game yeah <laughs> and so you have to do it right or or like the whole thing like buzzes and you lose <laughs> that was really my question right as soon as they're like oh yeah we get trained i'm like by who who taught you who did who, who showed you is it like a pamphlet was it like a video like a self-guided powerpoint like you know like, that's what i want those are the questions i wanted to know we got it let's talk about um this is all the toy king side did you have any thoughts opinions feelings reactions about the I love did. interest you know? yeah I, I i like that she wanted to start a sex toy business um and I thought that whole thing was very realistic. Like I could totally see someone coming from a Latinx family of toy makers and being like, "Where the sex toys oh, at?" Yeah, like, where, and the family being absolutely not. Like, <laughs> you will be, you will be thrown out of this family forever. That she would have these dreams that don't align with her family dreams, even though they like do, but they don't because how how conservative her family is, or how she thinks they are. Um, and so it made sense that she would want to kind of get away from that and try to pursue like her business. Um, that made sense to me. I was not ready for that opening scene. I'm not sure that I followed her thought process on doing that. Now, the whole thing didn't really make a lot of sense. But at the end of the day, I thought their chemistry was really hot. I found it very believable. I found it very sexy. So I think you know, maybe had this been a longer book, those things would have taken me out of the story and would have been like true gripes. But I think because this was just like a short erotic novella, I was able to be like, you know what? Fuck it all. I'm just here for the sex, right? <laughs> so yeah. like, okay, but let's talk about the sex though. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot. And normally, you know, I, you know, that's always been one of my gripes with like, romances that are like too sexy or i'm like where are these people who can have sex like 20 times in a row and are like good to go let's keep going i'm like it <laughs> it makes like my whole body hurt just to think of it so mm -hmm. i have to kind of like exit my own mind and body when i like approach these situations and just look at it very like in a fantastical way um but it, but after doing that, I do like how much um, toys were a part of this book. I feel like you don't yeah. always do that a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. um, both like solo, but also like as a couple. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, and I like that he was as into toys as she was so that it wasn't just like, oh, I like this girl and she's into toys. So I guess I'll be into toys. Like, mm -hmm. no, from the beginning, he's like, no, I love sex toys. That's a great idea. We should be gifting people sex toys like during our toy runner, you know. So I thought that was very cool. It's not like she didn't have to do any educating. She didn't have to do any convincing. Like he was already team sex toys. And I really appreciated that. Yes, I agree. And I just think that adding sex toys to your 
toy giving deities or organizations <laughs> is just really clever. It's just really clever yeah. because like it's adult fun. How would you rate this? Like if, if you compare it to the Santa story that we read, like which one of the two, like this is right, choosing between your two Christmas mm -hmm. gifts, right? Your family got your Christmas gifts and then you also got your 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 three wise men gifts. I mean, okay. I think each of the books had pros and cons, mm -hmm. um, which we've discussed in both of these episodes. That being said, if you're asking me if I would rather date fake actor Santa versus real toy runner, I would go with the real toy runner. Because again, just like the perks of that family are going to far outweigh the perks of fake santa actor family i mean with the toy runners i'm getting like any toys i could ever want for free for anyone i get to like fly around in these like camel things hummers <laughs> decided it was a hummer yeah in these like camel hummers um it just sounds like a pretty sweet life and it also sounds like the family could financially back any entrepreneurial pursuits i might want to yeah. go after so Lots of perks yeah, lots of perks. So I think uh, I would pick that just, you know, just because of that. I don't think um, I necessarily like Valente more than, you What's know, there like, to I like <laughs> <laughs> zero personality, except I'm living for my woman. Simp King. That's who he is. He's a fucking simp king after <laughs> after he gets faded to Casina. What well, personality? That's it. He's like, I just want to give you a bath and make you come. That's it. All right, bro. <laughs> cool. <laughs> if you were to have any kind of like erotic romance fantasy involving the three wise men. Just as how I would prefer my Santa romance to have real Santa. I would love to read a romance. Not that Valente isn't like real, but I would want a more traditional. It's got to be it's got to be the real wise men. Mm -hmm. Which one of do you have a preference for one of the three or maybe all three? All three for sure. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be just the three of them. It can be like, um, what's that book we read for Only Lovers, that Thrupple book? Yeah, so it could be like that. Like the three wise men send off for an arranged bride <gasps> situation because they're too busy with their wise menning to like, you know, and they share everything. So they're like, fine, we'll just share a wife, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm yes. just saying it. it could be something like that. I would read the fuck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that wraps up our short discussion of The Toy King by Adriana Herrera. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope you've had a uh, restful and uh, pleasant holiday time. <laughs> uh, wishing you nothing but good times in the new year. Um, who knows? Maybe we have some more bonus episodes down the line. But I really, Andrea, I really enjoyed doing these like holiday themed ones with you. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good time. So, yeah, we will get back to it uh, in 2023. We're reading some YA in January. And mm -hmm. uh, we'll see you then. And then we'll keep on seeing you. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. You can support Only Lovers Book Club by dropping some change in our tip jar and buying some books with our bookshop link. You can find us on Instagram at Only Lovers Book Club, and from there, find our individual accounts and projects. Feel free to favorite or rate us if that's an option for you, but always make sure to like and subscribe 
and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode.